0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Jets stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and with me, as always, is Connor Sheeran. Connor, how we doing? How you doing feeling? Good. I'm doing yeah. good.
1: You know? Uh, you know, we had uh, we had a fun football game on Sunday, I guess. You know? I, I had a blast. I had a blast yeah. watching. They gave, us, they gave us something to sweat out at the end, but, you know. Even uh, CJ Mosley admitted that. Did you see his like little post
0: game clip? I didn't, but he should have had a pick six. That's man, what, no,
1: but... that's what he said. He's like, I know, I know, I should have had that pick, but it made you guys all all sweat a little bit. But we got the win. That's <laughs> all that, that matters. Been a pick, I mean, right through his hands. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah. He really made so, me sweat that out. Um, we're a game away from reaching our win total. You know, we're our prediction. It's not totally going to happen. Late? No. <laughs> no, unless like, unless this Bruce Arians uh, COVID positive, positive test mm. spreads like wildfire to the rest of the uh, the team. Right. Um, Which I don't want. I want the Jets to lose this game. We we did all the winning we need to do. Four wins is enough. I would like cool. the Jets to be competitive in these upcoming games. Yeah. Sure. Th- there we but go. For draft position. No, I, 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 I want Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau or Kyle Hamilton or Derek Stingley Jr. I want one of these top guys. And I'm gonna stick to that.
1: Does the does the temptation of beating Tom Brady, essentially, yes. like does Holy
0: that God, yes
1: interest you at all? So, I mean, it certainly does me. Like,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean obviously, I'd like to. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to beat Tom. Um,
1: Ain't gonna happen. But
0: <laughs> no, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Though the Jets won a football game on on they Sunday, did. they um, did. and gave us things to talk about. Honestly, yeah. Uh, I think we should start with the offense, a team that, uh, you know, struggled under Zach Wilson when he's been under center and he played pretty solid. He played pretty solid today or today, played pretty solid on Sunday. Um, now listen, the stat sheet, like it's not anything to write home about, like his, like the box score numbers. Um, he had a hundred passing yards, 102 passing yards. Um, but he did so much more than just like he had, he had a, almost 200 total yards. He had 91 rushing yards, including a 52 yard touchdown, which was probably the most electric play of the season. If it wasn't, if it wasn't that, then it might be the touchdown pass he threw to, uh, McDermott, I think was his name. Yeah. there's uh, uh, Con-
1: Connor, McD- uh, Connor McDermott in the end zone. He said that was the greatest play of his life.
0: <laughs> I yeah cuz you hear absolutely. the
1: you, if you hear Wilson describe that play it was hilarious he's like I'm rolling out I'm looking towards the back of the end zone and I just see this big guy in the back just waving his arms <laughs> and I just threw <laughs> it up
0: <laughs> and you if you if you see like there's like um if you watch the video of the touchdown you see Wilson like his eyes are just so wide he's in the end zone celebrating and his hands are on his head and he's like i literally like a look like holy shit i can't believe that just happened
1: Uh, (laughs) and was it were were you like me where like all the guys got on top of mcdermott and was the first thing you thought of that oh my god these idiots are gonna hurt him
0: yeah because that's
1: immediately what i thought i'm like there's like seven guys on top of him. they're gonna like
0: Uh, that wasn't that wasn't, that wasn't my first thought my first thought was uh my first thought was oh my god big man touchdown (laughs) <laughs> a fixed just, six. Yeah, a thick six. Exactly. Um, it was just great. It was just a great it was a fun win. It was a fun offensive performance. Michael Carter had 118 rushing. I mean, the, the, the Jets had 273 yards on the ground. Yeah, Um, I think that's the most impressive thing that they've done all season. Uh, although, you know, you, you have to look at like who they who they did it against The the Jaguars aren't uh, exactly good. Uh, right, to put it lightly. Um, but they, they played well. Um, they held Trevor Lawrence in check. He had no touchdowns. Um and his QBR was forty point eight. Like he didn't do anything that special. Uh he could have had a much bigger day if his wide receivers were any anything to really yeah. Out. yeah. out. Yeah. A lot of drops. Um
1: And I was with the the Jets secondary get leaving these guys like wide open half the time. Yeah. Like, And I felt ba- I honestly I, I mean, I feel bad for Wilson and Lawrence because I feel like both of them are have been just like the unfortunate victims of so many drops this season by their yeah. receivers. Um, it's really a reflection and especially the past few weeks when it comes to Wilson, because, you know, Crowder being out, Davis being out, Elijah Moore being out, his top receivers being, you know, Braxton Berrios, I mean. Dude. It was good. I that like that a lot. That guy has earned his money. We will get to him. But yeah, that guy's earned his money, and I really hope Joe Douglas pays him. He deserves it. And
0: replace him mean, with so Jamison Crowder, like like replace Jamison Crowder with him. Right. Yeah. Crowder Crowder is going to be
1: gone at the end of the season. I can't see
0: no, Douglas not paying right. him.
1: Yeah, uh, but if this truly is the end of the road for him, thank you Crowder. You've been a you know loved you for the entire time you've been here, but it's just time to move on. Um, but when Wilson's top receivers are Barrios, Keelan Cole, Jeff Smith, who can't catch the fucking ball, Denzel Mims, who's Stephen Hill 2.0. And Stephen Hill has actually had actually better stats than Mims did, and Mims ever has. So um, Stephen Hill is actually better than Denzel Mims. Um, Con McDermott has more touchdowns than Denzel Mims now officially. So it's safe to say that uh, Wilson hasn't exactly had a Murderers row of guys to throw to
0: the past few weeks. Right, he's that he's without a lot of his weapons, and that's I mean. You can see they took the ball kind of out of his hand. Like he only threw twenty right. times, and I'm fine with them taking the ball out of his hands. Let him make the easy throws, and exactly do what's going to work. And you know the running game could not be stopped. Um, I don't want to wait till later to talk about Braxton Barrios, though. I want <laughs> I want to talk about Braxton Berrios right now because I think that he, I think the Jets kind of found something with this guy. Um, he just. You know who he reminds me of? I think you're it's gonna be a jet. It's an, it's a jet. Um he, you know, a lot of people are saying Wayne Corbett. That's what um, I thought of because but like he's a little bit before my time. Um he just reminds me in, in the style that they play, Jeremy Curley. Okay. Um, you know, like a little slot guy who does everything, plays special teams. Um I'm just a big fan of him. His attitude—he's—he's he's always like just always hyping up his boys, uh, and he gets open. He he gets open, and it seems like Zach likes throwing the ball to him, and that's really all that matters, right? Um, those are the only two things that matter. One, can you get open? Two, do you have rapport with your quarterback? At that point, I mean, if you're Joe Douglas, you, you kind of have to sign him. Um, He's not gonna be expensive. You're gonna have like fifty-five to sixty million dollars in cap space. Um give him like six million dollars a year and like for three years. You know, three years, eighteen yeah. million bucks. Something like that. You know what? I bet I bet uh let's see. We can go back on Spo Um NFL free agent. Um, sorry i'm typing with one hand the way my laptop's all set up folks it's just it's on top of my xbox it's a whole thing
1: the command speaking of xbox i finally got my hands on a series x
0: i saw your tweet today congratulations let's go how hyper are you to play tonight
1: oh uh, well no i can't pick it up till sunday but oh damn uh,
0: that's such a <laughs> yeah it's such
1: a tease but you know i'll go pick it up know, it'll help uh it'll help you know mask the embarrassment that I'll I'll feel watching the Jets get destroyed by the Bucks on Sunday. So, you know, it'll help. It'll be a nice little Sunday present for myself.
0: Yeah. Um all right, so they they don't have a uh, market comp for Barrios. Okay. Um but I think like for 4 to 6 mil a year for someone like him. He's still wearing his Patriots jersey in his picture.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, it's like a Pat's jersey kind of he's, thing.
1: He's been a, he's been a Jet for like
0: three years. Three now. This yeah. is his, this is his third year as a Jet.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> he got a thirty thousand dollars signing bonus. Wow. Twenty 29- and he made three hundred sixty three thousand dollars that year. He's making eight hundred fifty k this year. What? Uh, but I think he can make up to two million with other stuff. Is he wait? So he's unrestricted after this season? Yeah, he'll be unrestricted. Okay. Um, yeah, the Jets should definitely go after him. You know, for I, sure. I think that they, this is a guy you want to retain. Um, he's just been, you know, like, is he a game breaker? No. Well, kind of. He can be a game breaker. He's a special, special teams game, teams,
1: game he's, breaker. He's, I mean, he's as good as you're gonna gonna get on special teams. I mean, that run back for a touchdown was. Unbelievable, the dude. Yeah. Like, I forget who who was uh, who was calling the game. It was Jay Feely, and uh, who's his play by uh, Spiro. Spiro. Yeah, He's just he describes it. announcer. That's right. He describes it perfectly. He's like Braxton Barrios shot out of a cannon. Like, that was yeah. perfect. he like he. It was great blocking by like all the guys on the return team there. But I mean, he just took advantage. He's just got a he's got a great head for returning punts, returning kicks. Uh, and for that reason alone, it was worth bringing him back. But I mean, if you ever needed to, it was probably the most impressive throw and catch of the game, to be honest, was that like third and nine towards the end when Wilson yeah. put it like right in his chest and buried and it. Was, got and it, was, it was like the exact opposite of the, the same, basically the same play where Wilson earlier in the game threw it to Jeff Smith, but put it right in his chest and Smith dropped it. Uh, But Berrios this time caught it and got cracked and then got immediately up and was like, okay, let's go. And uh, I think it was like a play or two later is when Michael Carter took it for like 30 yards or something like that and nearly, you know, iced the game by scoring. But um, that catch by Berrios, I mean, the importance of it cannot be, you know, overstated. It was just, you know, just absolutely vital to winning that game for the Jets.
0: Um. 100% agree. I, I think that he, like like I said, your point it, it blends into mine perfectly where he's just a guy in, in those certain no situations he's, he's a guy that Zach looks to. No, I mm-hmm. think that if 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 Davis and 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 uh and Crowder and Moore were healthy, yeah, I mean Barrios would probably be like the third option, fourth option there. Um definitely. But he's a guy like it, it, they needed. They were they relied on him in a pinch, and he came through multiple times on Sunday, and that's why we're spending eight minutes on the guy, because because he's exactly he's played into the the, the discussion, the the long term plans uh, of this team, um, where he's a special teams game breaker, uh, and he just does everything you ask him to do. He should get a contract extension from from the Jets. He should. It shouldn't Absolutely. be crazy, but it should be something.
2: Absolutely. All right. Um.
0: While we're on this vein of guys we want to sign, I want to play a game with you before we <laughs> talk about the rest, this, uh, the rest of this Jaguars game. All right. The Jets have lots of free agents. I'm going to ask you if you think they should be bringing back <clears throat> said free agent we're gonna go through each one hit me the first one he's restricted free agent i think the i think i know the answer to this question but mike white yes all right joe flacco no okay sorry joe your
1: your job is your job is done here and (laughs) <laughs> in, uh, later. in hindsight, the trade probably shouldn't have been made, but no one saw the Mike White thing coming. So, you all
2: know. right, all right, Tevin Coleman. Mm.
1: Yes, but I'm only, but I'm saying that only because I don't trust Ty Johnson, and I don't know what the hell happened with Michael Pirine. So, uh, Tevin Coleman, uh, I would bring back on a small deal, nothing more than a
0: year or two. Michael Pirine's making a million dollars next year. Unbelievable. He's not going to see the field. Jesus. Ty, Ty Johnson's making 965. Uh, um,
1: we can jettison him out of here. One of, them, per- one
0: of them. One of them's getting cut. Yeah. Know.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Um. Jamison Crowder. He's gone. Keelan Cole.
1: Don't care one way or the other, but I would like to see them replace Keelan Cole with someone from the draft. Okay. So, yeah. I would say aim for that.
0: Braxton Berrios. Bring him back. We Bring him Got about it. All right. Uh, Jeff Smith is... I don't know what just happened. Yep. <laughs> Jeff Smith is an ERFA.
2: E-R-F-A? Uh, I ERFA?
0: I don't know what that is. Um, is there like a table of contents here? Uh, you know what? It's not even worth it. I'm not bringing back Jeff Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tyler Croft. I mean, I wouldn't
1: hate it, but just because it's one of those things where the Jets don't have like a legitimate tight end anyway, but Croft seems like a a halfway decent pass catcher, and uh, Wilson actually has developed somewhat of a good um, relationship with him. uh, So I wouldn't hate it, you know?
0: All right, this guy isn't a free agent next year, but I think we should talk about him real quick. George Fond. He's hmm. making ten ten point six million dollars next year. He'll be a free agent in twenty twenty three. Do you extend him
1: past twenty twenty three? How old is he?
0: I think he's thirty.
1: Okay. I mean, he's just he's been absolutely lights out as far as left tackles go. Um, I think the real question with him is, what do you do with Beckton? Because he's because Vance has been so good. It.
0: He's twenty nine.
1: Okay. It just raises, yeah, it just raises a question with Beckton as far as what do you do with him? Do you try moving Beckton over to right tackle? Um,
0: or or you put him at, or you put him at, or you put Font at right tackle?
1: Well, wasn't Font signed to be a right tackle originally? Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's listed as a right tackle. Right. So put him but he back wasn't,
2: there. right.
1: But he wasn't as good when he played right tackle.
0: Like he was fine, but I think
1: he's just been lights out, like just so good at left tackle. It just raises a question of what you do. When yeah. actually comes back so it's
0: certainly a question uh it's a question for people who know a lot more about football than us to, to answer though. <laughs> and, they're, and they're currently employed on one drive um because i can't i can't speak for you but yeah I, i'm not exactly an expert on offensive line play me neither so. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but he's been good because he hasn't been letting yeah. up sacks so i'd
1: rather keep i'd rather keep him than like morgan moses
0: yeah Who's... More, not
1: that Morgan Moses has been, like, awful or anything, but I'd right. rather see Fant playing that position.
0: All right, so here's the next the next guy, Morgan Moses. Will you, uh-huh. would, would you bring him back?
1: If they can swap Fant into right tackle, I would keep Morgan Moses as depth.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, Dan Feeney.
1: He did all – I will give him this. Because very Tucker it couldn't play. The Jets' offensive line actually had a a pretty decent day against Jacksonville, and Dan Feeney
2: didn't, they didn't do have anything. Josh Allen.
1: They didn't have Josh Allen. But Wilson looked like he was uh, pretty well pre- – I don't even know. Did he get sacked on Sunday?
2: Um, I don't think I don't, so. I mean, he was
1: under pressure a couple times, obviously. But, uh, you know, obviously he was under pressure on the the play where he ended up running for the touchdown. But, I mean, it seemed to me like the offensive line had a pretty decent day. and You know, going into that- it
0: – Zach got sacked once.
1: He did. Okay. Um, Still pretty good considering that he was missing three of his offensive linemen and then his starting center got knocked out in the game as well. So um, I'm guessing Feeney's going to have to take over as the center for the rest of the season because he took over in the game when McGovern went out. Yeah, he's out for the rest of the season. He didn't, I think Solace City didn't tear anything, which is good. Um, Right, but he's just 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 out for the rest of the season. Uh, All, right. Left,
0: so. All right. Um so Feeney, what's the answer? Yes? I say
1: no. 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 Moses
0: it, and Feeney are both making four mil right now.
1: I'd rather keep Moses than Feeney. Feeney's okay. good for memes, but not for good for on the field play.
0: <laughs> okay. He's good for social uh,
1: content. That's about it.
0: <laughs> All right. So Feeney out. All right. A couple more offensive linemen. Alex Lewis. Nah, no. I don't think he's gonna play football anymore. Anyway, I don't and think
1: he, so. Yeah, I, I think he's. Awesome. I think he's done. Yeah.
0: Lorenz Duvernay Tardif. He's a. He's a.
1: He's a good. He's a question. You know, you you got him for basically nothing now because Daniel Brown is just back on the Jets, so right. Uh, you literally got him for nothing. Um. I wouldn't he's, hate. I think he's him on the practice spot at
0: this point. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it either. Yeah. yeah
1: he's been all right. I mean, he couldn't. He didn't play on Sunday. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I think yep.
0: bring him cool back. Yeah. All right. Connor McDermott touchdown score.
1: He's a good he, touchdown score. He's a good bench guy. I mean, I, I, I've never, was never sold on him as a, uh, a, um, an offensive starting offensive lineman. That's for sure. Uh, I should considering I shared a name with him. There's two Connors on the
0: jets. they the same way too.
1: Spelled the same way, and Con- I think Connor McDermott spells it the same way too. One N. Um,
0: nope, two N's. Sorry, bud. But yes,
1: Connor McDermott spells it the same way as me. Um, yeah, I mean, as a as a depth guy, I feel like I feel like he could. He's worth sticking around. He's just, he when he's been on the field, he's he's done not a ton to impress.
0: Yeah, I got you. All right, moving on. Folorenzo Faracasi. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, Fo- Foley's. I I, yeah. I. I. It's become part of the brand of this pod to stick up for Foley. Yeah. You know, have to. Foley's our know? boy. And it was, yeah. I mean, he he Fo- was a big re- he was a big reason that Jets didn't get like any pressure. I mean, the entire like starting defensive line is out on Sunday. Yeah. There's no Quinnen. No. J- no John Franco Myers. No Foley. Like they were missing everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you know, the only starters I think that I think Sheldon Rankins was like the only guy. That was a starter that was actually able to play on Sunday. I forget who else was like swapping in and out, but um, yeah, I'd bring back Patakasi. All
0: right, I would bring back Fulleronzo as well. Um, Nathan Shepard, no,
1: fire yeah. Nathan Shepard, because that dude has never met a penalty flag he does not
0: love. Yep, Mo- <laughs> most most definitely agree with that. Um, other guys uh, not worth our time. Um, on the D on the defensive line, uh, Gerard Davis making $5.5 mm. $5 million this year. Um, Oh, CJ Mosley making, oh my God, so much money next year. making <laughs> seventeen and a half million dollars.
1: Do they have an out? Like what is the, I got to imagine there'd be a cap hit, a pretty decent one.
0: Let's yeah. see. I'll, let me, let me click on CJ. Cause I, I don't think either of us want to bring back Gerard Davis. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, that's interesting. So, it was a five-year, $85 million contract. Definitely backloaded. Um, so, he was on the IR. We got money. All right. So, there's a potential out in 2023, which we're probably going to take. Yeah, I would think so. We're, we'll use them next year. Um, but it would only be a dead cap hit hit of three million dollars if, yeah, like we're not paying a middle linebacker eighteen and a half million dollars at age thirty-one. It's just not. No, he is. I mean, it's just they, not happening.
1: Yeah, you're gonna want him to stick around for next season because he's the, he's the Jets' leading tackler this year.
0: Yeah, like, he's been great. He has yeah, been fantastic. Like, this he's year. had his
1: up. He's had his ups and downs, and his his age is starting to show, and he can't really keep up with. Right. Coverage anymore. Like, for like but what we're right.
0: asking him to do, he's been really good.
1: Right. Right. Should have had an yeah. interception on Sunday, but whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but he's making no, but- seven and a half million dollars this year, and then he's making sixteen next year with a one point five million dollars signing bonus, and it would be a dead cap hit of twenty million dollars to cut him, which is just not oh, going to happen. Dude. Um So next year we'll have we'll have CJ Mosley next year. Yeah. Um and. I, I the only way I see him st- like the Jets keeping him is if they just if the Jets make the playoffs next year and he plays a large role in that. Right. Which is probably. Or a, if he's willing to but.
1: like take do something like what Crowder did before this season and take like a Less- restructured or like a pay cut or something.
2: Yeah, uh, probably. Both. But they'd
1: have to. But they'd have to. Like, I'm still surprised that Crowder took a pay cut this year, considering the team was as bad as they were last year. Like usually, I feel like guys will do that if the team, if they know it'll help the team and they have a shot at like making the playoffs or like contending for something. Um, CJ mostly strikes me as the type of guy that if the Jets improve enough to a point next year that he could sense that the following year they might have a real shot at something, then. Yeah. Uh, he might, I
0: mean, this is, this is it for him though. That's the thing. Like, this is like, this is the last big contract he's going to get. Right. So that's
1: true.
0: I, I can't see him being like, yeah, I want less money. Right. <laughs> to play for the jets. Like, no, maybe if he was like in Tampa and was had a shot of the title with Tom, Right. but not CJ. Um, so we're staying with CJ, um, Gerard Davis. I don't think either of us are going to, are looking to bring him back. Hmm. Um but like the rest of the linebackers are pretty cheap that we have. Uh Quincy Williams, he's playing himself into a big role. Bryce Huff. Um you know, we're probably not gonna bring back Gerard Davis. Blake Cashman can't stay healthy. So yeah, they definitely need to address linebacker this offseason in sure. capacity. Um this is a big one. Mm. Actually, it's not even a big one. It's a no-brainer. Uh, it's Marcus May. Just Marcus May. We're not bringing Marcus May back.
1: Between the injuries uh, and just everything that happened with, like, his agent and stuff. Yeah. him in the offseason, you know. Toward
0: Achilles most likely won't be playing next year. However, Ken Akers just came back in six months from an Achilles injury. So, like, I don't... I don't You even, never
2: know. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't
0: even understand medical science at this point. More, <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably not going to bring back Marcus um next is Lamarcus Joyner. joiner uh he did not play for us this year so let to
1: say like you can't what's the point yeah like,
0: uh, it's hard to, <laughs> it's,
1: it's hard to say yes or no and you didn't really see the guy
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> um sherrod
2: nisman again like has, has that name jumped off the page for you
0: Nope. Enough yeah. to
2: like
1: get
0: you excited one way or the other. <laughs> like... I don't think we're going to be bringing back a charade. Um, and that's... That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's th- those are the only guys... Like, a lot of dead cap is coming off this upcoming year. Like, we're still paying Le'Veon and Sam and Tremaine Johnson.
1: Oh.
0: Um, and
1: Henry Anderson.
0: Yeah, Dominique Davis is making $434. <laughs> um, this year. Um, let's see. Is Henry Anderson still being paid? Yeah. Henry Anderson's still making 1.3. Chris Herndon's making 1.4. Our uh, sweet prince, Quincy Anunua, is making 3.6. So, like, that's like 7, 12, 20 million. It's like 22 million. There's like a lot of dead money coming off the books. Right. This upcoming season. Damn, that's like that's that's huge for the Jets, I feel like. That's like twenty-two mil. Just like here you go, Joe. Do with this what you like. Have at it, man.
1: Get it get a receiver.
0: Yeah, holy shit. Like CJ Mosley is by far making the most money on the team. Yeah. Um
1: that's a Mike McCannan contract through and through. That CJ Mosley deal.
0: So if that's the case. Can I look at twenty twenty two cap totals projections? Yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> what a website, SpoTrack is.
2: What a what a fantastic website. All right, so twenty twenty two. Will to tell me how much cap space they have?
0: Um. All right, I don't care about the draft pool. Like Ryan, yeah. Like there's like nothing. So. Over cap. We're gonna have fifty-two million dollars in cap space this off season.
1: Holy shit! It's more than I thought.
0: Yeah, it looks. That's that's what it looks like. Um, enough
1: enough to to get a free agent receiver or a free agent linebacker for
0: sure yeah i don't know if uh, there we went through this last week though there's no like linebacker i really want to yeah pay. yeah um true. like i don't want to pay uh dante hightower like that's just another jamal i mean another jamal another <laughs> uh cj mosley type player um he's good just you know kind of
1: do you want to pay him
0: right right um We've got a lot of draft picks. Lot, lot a ta- lot to take in. Um, but that was fun. That was a fun little game. See if we should sign or not. I think yeah. for the most part, we're not bringing many guys back.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a, uh, a great culling of the roster, too.
0: Which it should be. This team's Make staying- room. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, it, 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 just, it just goes to show that it's like – a the team is like very young, and B it's just the us on the defensive side of the ball, very much so, is just completely devoid of talent in so many areas, and whether that's you know fixed through the draft and through free agency, it strikes me as Joe Joe Douglas strikes me as the type of guy that is gonna f- wants to fix things more through the draft than free agency, which I agree with. It's a more it's more of a long term. Uh, type of solution rather than you know short term type of thing. So I agree with it there. Uh, but the defensive side of the ball is just yeah, it's just it stinks. <laughs> and
0: I'm serious. Show... I'm, I'm looking at like this like the box score from from Sunday, and there's like oh. six or seven names I've just never seen in my life on the defense. Right,
1: right.
0: D- Delshawn Phillips.
1: Yep, I um, heard him. I heard his name like once or twice.
0: Leroy Reynolds. Yep. Freedom Akinmoladen.
1: He replaced it. Well, he replaced Quinn.
0: I know that. Kai N- 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 Nakua. Nope. Um, Kyle Phillips. I don't know who that guy is.
1: Kyle Phillips has been around for a little bit.
0: Tim Tim Ward. Who Who are these people?
1: Tim Ward. I feel like has been like his name's gotten called the, like for the past like few weeks, maybe. I don't know.
0: Maybe I feel like I, I feel like I've been watching Red Zone and I hear Tim Ward <laughs> call a touchdown <laughs> for like the Broncos or something. <laughs> no, that's Tim Patrick. Yeah, they're the same person. It's it's, it's they're
1: they're the, they're the same person. <laughs> they're the
0: same person. Um, Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah, lot lot needs to change on this defense, man. Yeah, and
1: um, they still managed to give up you know twenty one points to the Jaguars, and that's kind of upsetting. Um, the, I mean, the Jaguars, how many times
0: they've scored 21 points this season? The Jaguars, yeah, I'm gonna check right now.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see their scores. By um, the way, the, the statistic that Trevor Lawrence has thrown one touchdown in like the past what was it, six games is pretty astounding. Granted, that that team is as devoid of, as as bad as the Jets are, but.
0: I mean that's that's pretty bad.
1: Like, that's, yeah, that's, 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 as, that's as bad as
0: it gets. <laughs> <laughs> They've scored twenty one or more points three times this season. One, um, two, three, four times. Four times. Four times. Okay. Yeah. Makes one sense. The, for
1: against, the against
0: the Jets. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah. Not great. They beat the yeah. Bills nine six. I can't believe that. That's insane.
1: <laughs> that was such a wild. Like, why? Like, I can't even imagine what the hell happened in the Buffalo locker room after I, that game.
0: Oh, my God. So much shit must have been thrown.
1: Oh, my God. So bad.
0: Like, just uh, a... Oh. Well,
1: let me ask you, what did you think of, like, am I suddenly blanking on his name? The interim head coach.
0: Oh, I don't remember his name either.
1: Why am I blanking on his name?
0: I bet it's in the recap, though. Um... Yeah, the coaches. Uh, are, Ron I,
1: Middleton. Ron
0: Middleton. Ron Middleton.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, what did you think? People like the announcers, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that he was being like too aggressive with the calls, like people like him not taking the
2: points oh. and stuff. <laughs>
0: You're three and eleven, man, and you get the coach for the first time ever. I was so happy for the guy. So was I. It was, like ever been a head coach at any level, anywhere, yeah. and he finally gets this opportunity. Hell yeah, go for it! Like every time. The only the only
1: thing I would have just dis- the only thing I disagreed
0: with was doing was doing the fake field goal. Yeah, that I. I feel don't like, like, I feel like but... if you're gonna
1: if you're gonna go for it, just go for it. Like don't put yeah. the ball in the hands of brave man like to run the and, ball. It was like
0: fourth and two or fourth and three. Yeah, it's, like,
1: it's like just go for it. Like don't need yeah. the trickery. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't mind going for it, and being aggressive. You know, it was. Uh, I thought it was refreshing to see. It is good that the Jets finally seem to have found themselves a kicker. Eddie Binaro, like <laughs> he's, he's been <laughs> doing well. He missed. He quote unquote missed a field goal on Sunday. But that was only because the extra point got blocked, which of course happened after Zach Wilson's touchdown run. Like of course that happened.
2: Right. But
1: right. um, yeah. No, it's, I mean it's good to see that. Coaches are being aggressive. I think it's happened. It's happening more and more just across the league in general. Um, but yeah, no, I heard the announcements a couple times, and you know, a couple of people on Twitter just saying, you know, take the points, take the points, just kick the field goal. And yeah, sure, the game would have we wouldn't have been sweating the end of the game as much if they had taken um, a couple of those, you know, chip shots. But what the hell? Let the boys go have some
0: fun. You know what? I just did something for the first time this season that I haven't done in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So the first time in a couple of years, not just this season. Can you guess what it is that I just did?
1: I have literally no idea.
0: I checked something.
1: You checked
2: something?
0: What does that mean? I I checked on something as a Jets fan. I haven't haven't had any need to check on this in like a couple of years. Because why would I? Why would I right. care about, about about what I just checked? I mean, Can it you guess? Be
1: anything, can't be anything like playoff related, right?
0: I mean, we've been eliminated. No, it's not not playoff related. It's pretty it's pretty arbitrary. Yeah. Power rankings.
2: Oh,
1: power rankings.
0: I did. Oh. I just checked I just checked ESPN's power rankings.
1: Oh, where are they at?
0: <laughs> I I'd like for you to guess where they are. Where do you think they're ranked? There are there are hold on. Okay. There are one, two, three, four and eleven teams. There's a bunch of five and ten teams. And that's that's it. That's so they they have to be in like from from twenty eight down. Based on the math. Twenty-five. No, no, twenty-eight. Why would they be twenty-eight down and down? Oh oh, so okay, okay.
1: When you said down, I thought you meant the other way. Um twenty-eight. No. Twenty-nine? No. Thirty?
0: They're the thirtieth ranked team. Which is which is so they're still ahead of Detroit and Jacksonville. They beat Houston! I know! <laughs> <laughs> how is that possible? And the Giants are way worse. They just are. I mean, They're the so only reason, bad. The
1: only reason he used the tires is because they went in and then they beat the Chargers. Like, that was a genuine surprise. Like Yeah, but still. I know. Like, I know. I, I know. Houston. I know. That's ridiculous.
0: It's No, it's it's exactly what... I, think. I mean, Tennessee like, and, and, and Cincy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Come on, ESPN. You're better than that. By the way, it
1: was pretty funny that... <laughs> Out of the early window, Zach Wilson had the highest QB rating.
0: Including, yeah. Including
1: including Joe Burrow. Or,
0: uh, Joe Burrow had like 400 yeah, passing he, yards. Yeah, he had something. 520
1: something passing yards and like four touchdowns or something, or
0: some some like yeah. Wilson's QB absurd
1: number. <laughs> yeah, I I still I, it's, it just shows to show that that's a fake statistic. Yeah, like it, it makes does. no sense.
0: But literally, literally no sense at all.
1: It's like PFF grades. Yeah. When they're when they're good for your team, they matter. When they're not. They don't matter.
0: Exactly. That's that's exactly what it means. But yeah, I haven't checked power. I have had no reason to check power rankings. That see, normally that wouldn't
1: annoy me, but the Jets are better than the Texans. They beat them. The Jets are definitely better than the Giants. I'm sorry. Like the Giants are. The Giants are.
0: Even Giants fans know this.
1: Yes, the Giants have a a a decent defense, but I don't know what the hell is going on with their offense.
0: Maybe it's just because
1: Daniel Jones isn't. Can't play, and Mike Lennon stinks, and so does Jake Fromm. But if the Jets played the Giants on Sunday, the Jets Hold should
0: on. be favored. Sorry, I had an ad playing in my ear like the last ten seconds of Utah. <laughs> I mean, it's a large point that the Jets are better than the Giants. Yeah, uh, I mean, you go on, you go on fan, and like you have like just like angry old men calling in and be like, they're better than the. <laughs> The Giants are worse than the Jets, man. And, like, so you got Sal, Licata. I'm like, hey, man, I don't have to tell you. You know, they're, they're horrible. Like,
1: <laughs> we got Connor calling in from Hoboken. And,
0: uh, hey, Connor, what's going on? Listen, man,
1: <laughs> ESPN is a power rankings. Let me tell you why this is bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to hang up on you. You can't use curse yeah, words.
1: You can't, you can't curse words. Hey. You're out of here. You're out
0: of here. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, man, th- th- that's that's absolutely Fucking garbage that the Jets are ranked right. behind the Giants and the Texans, but I guess that's what we care about when you're four and eleven. Yeah, um, I mean, I honestly, do you want to win either of the last two games? Yeah. No, you know what? No, no, no. I think we both know we're going to lose to the Bucks. It's going to happen regardless. Correct. Unless, unless we have a COVID outbreak.
1: Even then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: On a scale of 1 to 10, how badly do you want to beat the Bills and ruin their season? I mean, it, but it but but it means you lose out on a top 5 pick.
1: 1000 out of 10. Let this be the let this be the revenge for 2015. Let's go into Buffalo and fucking ruin their season. Like you can't tell me that doesn't sound good.
2: Oh, it's and so and good. Joe
1: Caparoso and Connor Rogers said it on Sunday on their pod where they were just like, guess what, guys? There's more. There's more than two good players in this draft. The Jets will make it through, and if Joe Douglas can't make something happen with two first round picks in the top ten, most likely, that's the sign of a really bad GM. Sure, yeah. sure, they might miss on Aiden Hutchinson, they might miss on Kevin Kevin Thibodeau, but guess what? One or two of them might end up being the next Jadavian Clowney. Like there's not, and that's not a a terrible shot of Clowney. clowny's not a bad player, but not both. Both of them might not end up being one of the Boses or right. TJ Watt or something like that. It's entirely possible that they're they're just good players and not elite players.
2: All right. Both so those things
1: can happen. So you can't tell me, as a Jet fan, anyone listening to this is going to disagree with me that that whole scenario doesn't sound awesome.
0: We have, we talked about this last week, and we have a potentially juicy scenario <laughs> on Sunday. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: With Tampa Bay?
0: Oh, not, and that has nothing to do with the Jets oh. and Bucks. There's not a Jets no, Bucks thing. Do you know who the Detroit Lions are playing? Seattle. They're playing Seattle.
1: Let's go. Do you, do
0: you know where I'm going with this? yeah because i mean if detroit wins
1: that's like a that's like a twofer for the jets
0: so listen all right so detroit has seattle and then they have the packers so it's not exactly like like we're, we're, they're not going to lose to the pack i mean they're not going to beat the packers well
1: i mean the packers have clinched so Packers will probably be arresting a good amount of guys.
0: Like yeah, maybe, they're play maybe, Rogers. maybe Rodgers. Probably, probably not going to play Adams.
1: Probably not going to play like Aaron Jones.
0: Um, they've clinched so. the North already. They've clinched the North. Can they clinch yeah. the, clinch the one I'm, seed though? Can hold on. No. Can they clinch the one seed on Sunday? Is the question, I guess. Can they clinch the one seed on Sunday?
1: If they can, then Did you know, Dallas then,
0: play the Packers this year. No. No, okay. Are they supposed to? What's great about ESPN's app is that they have like they give you like reasons, like the tiebreakers in the standings on the app now, which is awesome. So the Packers have a Z next to their name. They've clinched their division. So there's three other teams that have 11 wins. Dallas, the Rams and Tampa. Green Bay has played the Rams. And that's it out of those teams. Okay. They have, they have the tiebreaker over LA. Okay. Um they're 8 and 2 in conference play. Mm-hmm. Their strength of schedule is currently higher than Dallas by point zero zero four, and the Rams by like whatever, like it's like point two eight or something. I don't know. That's no, it's it's point it's point zero two. Um, but Tampa has a better strength of schedule, so they need the why, right? They need yeah. the They need the why to clinch the conference and see and get that bye. um if they win this week see dallas dallas could still get that one seed because i think they're undefeated they're they're undefeated in division and i think that's a big tiebreaker yeah i think you're Uh, right dallas has the tie okay so dallas has the tiebreaker over L.A. and Tampa based on win percentage and conference games. uh, Rams have the tiebreaker over Tampa based on head-to-head win percentage. Um, Is there like a playoff scenario? NFL play. uh, Yeah, there has to be an NFL playoff machine. Uh, Oh, ESPN has one.
2: All right. Awesome so
0: we're in week 17. right green bay the one seed so green bay there's something i can do okay what can i just do
2: oh no i don't know if this
0: works anymore oh okay i see what i need to do all right so Green Bay wins. Dallas wins. And let's say the Lions win. Um, we'll go. Who's the last team? The Bucks win. And oh. the Rams
2: lose. at Baltimore,
0: right? Right. And you know, what? let's say that the Cowboys lose also, right? So it's the two seeds, Tampa, one seed is, cause they're playing, they're playing uh, Arizona, right? Okay. Arizona.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Arizona. And then we go week 18, say the Packers lose, they're 13 and four. And the Bucks win. Bucks have the tiebreaker. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's would still be playing
1: for something essentially.
0: Right. Now let's see. Cowboys win now instead. And let's say the Rams win, both of them. And Green Bay loses. So we'll have the Rams win. And we'll have Dallas win. Dallas takes the one seed. And the okay. Bucks.
1: Alright. So Packers probably won't be resting guys then.
0: So we this is what we need to root for, Jets fans. Alright. If you're rooting for draft position, right? And you think that they're gonna lose out, and you want to get a top two pick because the Jaguars aren't winning another game. All right. They have the Patriots, and then they have uh and then they have the Colts yikes um yeah they're not going to strength the schedule has anything to do with this let's just let's just play this out so the bears win um the Bengals beat the Chiefs I'm sure Colts Patriots Titans uh eh, let's get the Dolphins on Dolphins Eagles win Chargers win, San Fran wins, Saints win, Steelers win. Okay. Dallas is still the one seed. As of now, finish this out. Falcons win. Because there could be a strength of schedule or tiebreaker. Buffalo wins. Um, The Bengals win. This is really great radio right now, I know. (laughs) Um, Chargers, Chiefs. Let's go with... Arizona, or does Seattle change anything? Nope. Arizona, uh, the Giants beat the football team and the Vikings win. Yeah, no, there's. Uh... All right, so this is what we need. This is what we need. The Jets need the Cardinals to win this weekend. Over Dallas. Right. Okay. Obviously, you need the Lions to beat Seattle. Definitely. Right. That would be enormous. And this is a path to getting
2: to the second pick, right? Still possible. Still possible.
0: Houston, Jets have the tiebreaker over them, unfortunately, right? So Houston is, their record is 4-11. and 11. I think that they would have, they would have the pick over the Jets. So we would need Houston to win a game over the next two weeks. Um, Which they could do. They've already beaten the Titans once. Right. Um, and you never know with Trey Lance-Platt quarterback right now, with Sam Fran. You never know. So that could happen we need houston to win a game a single game um you need the jets to lose out which they probably will probably will you need the lions to beat seattle you need i get the rams really aren't relevant here um and what's the last one you need green bay to beat the vikings this, this sunday night right right okay all that happens And if the Jets lose and the Lions win,
2: then the Jets would be
0: the so they'd be four and 13. They'd have the second pick. They'd the yeah. they no, have the third pick unless Houston wins a game. So let's give Houston a dub. They beat... Oh, I also didn't pick a Jacksonville win there. That's why they didn't have enough wins. Um, okay. So Jacksonville would have the first pick at 3-14. and 14, And then the Jets... Yeah, then it'll be... That it would be Houston at 4-13 and 13, unless Houston wins a game. So we'll give them a win. Let's say they beat t- Titans, right? That would really fuck the Titans. That means that they would go from playing Miami at home to they'd still be at home, but they'd play Indianapolis, which is our division opponent. Um, God, how nice would it be if the Jets, like if we were doing the playoff predictions, but it was for the Jets. I they, know, right? We're like using the playoff predictor to determine the draft order. One day. Oh, One day, maybe. God, One just, day, maybe. It's just I mean, so let me lame.
1: Ask you this. DJ and Damian Woody were tweeting today um, saying that the Jets need to be contenders next year.
0: Do you agree with that? I don't think they were saying contenders. Weren't they saying just playoff contenders? They like, need, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, they need getting, to be like playoff contenders. Playoff.
1: They need to make the in the hunt graphic.
0: Basically. Yeah. Yeah. We need to see progress. Right. Absolutely. The Jets need to the, the, we need to see progress from the New York Jets over the, the, this offseason into the into next season. I want right. to see Zach Wilson averaging 250 yards a game. You know, I want to see him with, you know, more touchdowns, and interceptions, which is, you know, for the last couple of weeks. Uh, one of the things that we've been bashing him about was his decision making. And his and his accuracy issues. Well, you know what? He's been a lot more accurate, and he's been making better decisions. So I mean, good, uh, like they uh,
1: just po- posted today. I uh, saw that QBs with over 100 passes since their last interception: Rodgers 188, Matt Ryan 134, Joe Burrow 108, 108 mm-hmm. Zach Wilson 103.
0: Good. That's a That's list really I would, good. I love seeing him on that list. It means that he's yeah. now he could have had three interceptions this weekend, right. but none but of them were D, really but, his fault. Right.
1: Though. And DJ, DJ made that point. He was just like, he almost had three and none of them were his fault. One was yeah. like <laughs> the one when they were driving and it got tipped up in the air. And fan
0: like prevent fan it didn't no, it, it didn't get tipped into the air. It it tipped right tipped off, tipped
1: off the guy's helmet. <laughs>
0: straight dome piece. Yeah. And it wasn't <laughs>
1: like and it wasn't even like Wilson like threw it too low or anything like that. The guy just happened to be getting like up off the ground at the exact right moment for the ball to just go doink right yeah. off his helmet. Un- like, it was unlucky. It was unlucky, yeah,
0: but it was unlucky. It was, but, but Font made an amazing play on that play where right. he pancaked and bulldozed somebody on yeah. the initial block and then he had the awareness to look up and i guess heard the ball hit someone's helmet and looked up and saw and just pile drive the guy right. into the ground or and right. forced the incompletion which was huge because that was a game that was a potentially game-saving play right there could have yeah. changed all the momentum and everything and, um, yeah i
1: mean and so wilson's only turnover really over the course of really since the houston game was the uh Fumble against Miami, and that was the blindside hit, right?
0: Which so you can't blame a quarterback for that.
1: Blindside hits are kind of like a crapshoot, like right. So, um, yeah, I mean, his decision making and uh, the biggest thing is his short-term accuracy is a lot, a lot better.
0: Yes, you know, he's like this to heart clearly, and he's and he's worked on it, he's
1: working on it, and he's working on it. And the uh, the throw, it's the simple stuff, like there was a screen to Barrios towards the end when they were trying to chew clock and I remember saying, I was like, why are they throwing the ball? And then he threw it out and Barrios went for like eight or nine yards and kept the clock going. But it's like, when you're trying to run the clock, those are the types of plays that you do run in addition to, to running the ball, because those are easy plays for any quarterback to make. If we learned anything this year is that those exactly aren't easy plays for Zach Wilson to make, but thankfully he's, you know, that's getting a lot better for him. And it's, Showing, you know, in it's showing in a big way on the field, and we've said it it's the analytics aren't being kind to him, like his stats aren't jumping off the page. But it's not about the analytics, analytics nerds are the bane of football fans everywhere. You got to watch guys in the actual games,
0: right? I think that analytics are important. And need to be used to make to help make decisions, and to, to it, it's important for context, right? Right. Adding providing and adding context to an argument, it should never be the end all be all. That goes for all sports. Yeah, it's not you're, just you're, the argument. Is just, you. You can't just be like looking at a spreadsheet. Like it's funny. Like I have Moneyball on my TV right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> and the baseball is a little bit different. But uh, I think with football and basketball, but especially football, I mean, you just need to you need to watch the games, right? I think that scouting is still super important in these in those two sports compared to baseball, where it's more of a crapshoot, and numbers are much more positive. In the, like you can use numbers in a in a much more significant manner to determine outcomes. Whereas in football and basketball. Uh, But for the sake of this conversation, just football, I think that if you're going to use analytics, it needs to be in uh, as a as an appetizer. Right. You know, as a side dish. Then you got to see
1: the actual games themselves, which is the
0: main course. Right.
1: The main course. exactly.
0: I hate using, you know, doing a pulling a coward and and using a ridiculous analogy like that. But (laughs) it's the thing that came to mind. You know I, I just think that uh when you're going to evaluate a rookie quarterback, you need to one watch every ga- every snap that he plays, right? right? I think that you can't have an informed opinion. You can't look at the the stat the the box score from this weekend and be like, "Wow, Zach played like crap. Can't believe the Jets won in spite of him." Like, a, a, an uninformed fan would do, or an uninformed person would look at that and be like, "A 102 passing yards. That guy sucks." Right. right. How'd they win. They won. They won because they ran three. They ran for two hundred seventy three yards. Yeah, they did win because they ran for two hundred seventy three yards. Zach Wilson also had ninety one of those rushing yards. Yeah. You know? And you're not.
1: And any team, regardless of unless your team has a, an Aaron Rodgers or a Mahomes, if your team is running the ball that well. You're going to continue to run the ball, it's obviously even if they working. have
0: Rodgers and Mahomes. If you're if you're running if you're running to the clip of seven yards per carry, which the Jets were doing against the Jags, you're going to keep on running the ball, right?
1: You're like there was that, like a drive, going get, they
0: going to get that clock just moving.
1: Exactly. When there was a drive, when they went, the Jets went down the field extremely quickly, and they ran like eight straight running plays. Yeah, because they were working. Uh huh. <laughs> like, yeah. So. You know, you think for a second when you're watching it as a Jet fan, you're like, okay, maybe I'd like to see him throw the ball more, but I'd also like to see them win the game. So, if going with what's working, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on the coaches and think that Lafleur kind of knows what he's doing by continuing to run the ball, especially when guys like Mike.
0: He does. He he. It is established that we have a good one.
1: Yes, he knows. He. I think the biggest. Concern that I think I have with the fleur now is I, I don't love some of his red zone play calling. I think that was, that is a little bit lacking, um, but getting through the red zone, I'm, I'm in on him. I think, yeah, it's just like, I don't blame him. But like on Sunday, like we were just saying with the running the ball, like some people were saying, it's like he ran the ball like three times when they were, you know, within the five yard line or something like that. And they got stuffed essentially every time. It's like, why not try something new there? I'm like, it's working. But th- uh, yeah, exactly. And when you're within the five-yard line, throwing the ball is so tricky. It is like yeah. you're asking a lot from a, a quarterback to to fit the ball into some of the smallest windows. So it's 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 a big risk sometimes when you throw the ball when you're that close to the goal line.
0: Right, and I think that also plays into your point where you were saying you're, that he, you're he's leaving a little bit to be desired with his redstone play calling. Well, he is dealing with the rookie quarterbacks. We have to think about that, that too. as well. You know, right. it's not exactly like the playbook isn't completely open. I guess with with Zach, yet because he's still young and learning, and and maybe you don't trust him to make certain plays that you would trust Rodgers or or whoever. You know, like the best like and Brady, the best quarterbacks to to make them plays on their own. Um, hopefully, Zach gets to that point where you can just kind of let him do whatever and you can go five wide and just kind of screw with the defense. Um, right,
1: exactly.
0: But that that's going to come with time, you know. I think the 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 biggest thing that we take we can take away from this game against the Jags is they looked like the better team. They just did the whole throughout the whole game, and it looked like it, Zach just looked better than than Trevor Lawrence, um, and that has to make you feel good if you're a Jets fan.
1: It does it should it absolutely should? And I just want to say there was a lot of people on Sunday complaining about the draft stuff. And we touched on it a little bit, but you and I also said it last week saying that they needed to win this game. Yeah. And you're not going to, if you ask any single football player, if you mention the word tank or losing on purpose to them, you're probably going to get like punched in the face.
2: Mm-hmm. You can't
1: ask guys to go out there and purposely throw and lose games. You can't do it. You know, You we've said it before. It's like, would I have been upset, I guess, if they lost on Sunday? Yeah, probably, because they, cause they were dominating pretty much the entire game. If they lost no. it on a last-second pass like that, I would have oh, been, been pissed.
0: I would have been so pissed I also. Been pissed. It wouldn't like, be probably. Yeah. I definitely would have been pissed. This is let, so different from last year.
1: They let the Jaguars, like, march down the field. They had, like, a minute and a half to go with, I don't know. With the, did they even have any timeouts? They had, like, uh, maybe I one would've... timeout or something like that? I don't think so. Yeah, they were able to march down the field with barely any resistance, and they got him to, like right to the goal line. And that was with the Jaguars making two really bad mistakes along the way. Like they they ran the ball at one point with like less than a minute to go within the Jets forty, and then and then uh, Lawrence also spiked the ball with third down.
0: Horrible decision by Horrible him. Horrible
1: decision by Lawrence. Horrible. I was I remember I remember watching it, and the announcers were both just like, I don't know what he was doing there, like. Yeah,
0: but I don't know. He you know, should just—he just, he just should have snapped in and ran yeah. a play. But after yeah, all those
1: mistakes, is... if it led to a Jets loss, I would have been furious.
0: I can, yeah. I can deal with next the next
1: losing the next two weeks because they're playing much better teams. But on Sunday, I actually would have been annoyed.
0: My final thought on uh, of this episode, um, this was, this was way different than last year. Last year you were tanking for a quarterback. And you really want and the team, there was there was like there was no future, on right? The team, right. There was the coach was going to be gone, the quarterback was going to be gone. There was no reason to win. Now you want to see wins, you want to see progress. It's it's just a completely different scenario. And If you were upset that they won yesterday, fuck you. All right, <laughs> fuck you. Exactly. Right. There all was
1: right. a well, it, yeah. There was um, like yeah. There was one guy who called like called it what. It was, like, the most annoying thing I think I've – the most annoying, like, uh, comment I think I've seen about it. It was, like, the, it was like such a gut-wrenching or, like, fundamentally oh, bad that. loss or something like that. And it's just, like – dude. Shut up. Will, will will Jets Twitter ever know happiness? No. They will. They could, I said they – Dumb I, question. They, they could win the Super Bowl and Jets fans would still be complaining about fucking draft position. I'm yep. convinced. Like – it's they're the most miserable people on the place, face of the earth and we're part of it <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. all right that's it for us folks thanks for tuning in uh if you like this and you want to listen to any of our previous episodes or any other content uh, at gotham sports network you can find our website at gothamsn.com or you can find us on twitter at gotham sn uh, and all the podcasts can be found on itunes google play soundcloud stitcher and spotify Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jesse Finver, and you can find Connor where? At the NJ Mick. Why? Because I'm Irish.
1: And I'm from where?
0: (laughs) New Jersey. That's it for us, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, And uh, hopefully uh, we see some competitive football again. Uh, this upcoming weekend, Then, wish me luck in my two fantasy football championships. I, uh... I'm playing
1: in the last place game, so...
0: Oh, good, good luck, luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. We don't want to see you doing any punishments. Although I kind of would love to see that. Peace!